The mix sounding like a poetry lounge right now. <laughs> hey, hold up. You just see my face with the chef yeah. and came out. He was hey. like, the yeah, damn, this shit's delicious. <laughs> Champagne My Marty. Yeah. It's Champagne Marty, man. Hey, Marty like three for three on the drinks. Like <laughs> He's undefeated. Like, I, Marty don't miss. The first time, I was like, Marty bringing I'm, I'm skeptical. Because like, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. And then he brought some, some shit that slapped. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. And then he brought another one. And another one. I'm like, Okay, I'm Marty not like y'all just gonna keep doubting me. <laughs> right. yeah. Keep bringing that shit up. And, right. and it's something different each time. And Marty just... gonna come with some XO, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Drink. Alright, like, I had a goal, like, when, when I when I saw the vision with the Stretch and Barbito show shit, and I was like, yo, we can do the same shit in St. Louis. And one of the first people, I'm like, yo, I gotta get Spade on here. Like, I, I got to. So, Marty was just casually last week we was recording. Said, hey man, we about to, let's do Spade next week. I was like, what? <laughs> he's yes. like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I call him up. He's like, right. <laughs> Marty hit me back, confirmed. I'm like, oh right. shit! <laughs> like, I was like, that was oh. a holiday. I was I was sitting there. I was at work. Um, no, nah, we was leaving work, and Bo Dean was uh, walking with me t- mm. to the to the car, and that's when you sent me the text. I was like, look at this shit. He's like, damn, that's major. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's major. I was talking to somebody at lunch on work, and somebody else overheard, and they was like, you saying Spade? I was like, yeah. And they was like, wow. <laughs> and they, the, the face of amazement they left, it was, it was great. Hilarious. Hey, th- this, this might be our last episode, because this was my goal. I had a goal, I was like, yo, I got to get Black Spade to either play some heat, like on some production, a DJ set, sing, whatever, whatever yeah. happens, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna give him a four-part series. <laughs> Let Spade take over the whole show. I'm like, yo, you can just have the show. We just watch. We, we just chilling. Hey, uh, that would have been dope. All right, yeah. take over. <laughs> oh, for y'all, if y'all ain't listening, we got Black Spade in the building on Tree Villa tonight. Yeah, this is a, this is legend, a legend, legend, legend. This is a funny shit, dog. <laughs> like, I got so many like stories where I, about this man where I. I when I met him, mm-hmm. I was just like, damn. Like, just like, damn. Because I would hear stories from Marty Brother. Wow. Um, a bunch of people just like, who was a part of that, that St. Louis era, I want to say around like 97 to like mm-hmm. maybe 2000. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't old enough to be outside like that. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they tell me, yeah, like, they tell you, Vito Money. And I'm like, who? It's the real, my real name. Yeah, he's like, Vito Money. I'm like, oh. And they were just, it was, yeah. remember what I said on that one episode, he's like, Jay Electronica? Yeah. But, like, he actually puts out, like, shit. Shit. You know, and like. <laughs> we get content. <laughs> like, Jay, and like, <laughs> like, every time I see Jay Electronica, this nigga's like, in a, next to a pyramid in Egypt, or he's just somewhere, he just walks the earth, and it's like, he's this enigma. Being great. That's how you was to me <laughs> before I met you. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. For <laughs> real, like, for real. I was just like, yo. Like, if you niggas fuck with, like, Street Fighter, he's like Akuma. Like, it's just <laughs> like this, like, nah, there's no way that, that he exists. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no way. But nah, we had a show down at uh, South by Southwest. It was at some bar. All of us was packed that motherfucker. I remember that. 6th Street. <laughs> and, like, 
this was heavy. That's when the doorway had the van out and stuff. Oh my god! Like that, it was crazy. We was down there rapping though. Yeah, it was <laughs> hard. So we had Domino Effect had the show at some bar on Sixth Street. We was all in there, and Q was like, "Yeah, you want to do do a song?" I'm like, hell yeah! So I'm like, knocked out the song. I got off stage. First person greeted me with Spade. Like, yo, that was dope. Yeah. I was like. Went on Facebook immediately, like, yo, Black Spade said I was dope, nigga. <laughs> Black Spade said I was dope. Like, no one can't tell me shit from now on. Like, nobody. That's crazy. I was so, dog. Asked Steve, Steve and Claire can, like, verify this shit, dog. I was so geek, dog. And then you did, like, so many sets that, that, that year. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, and normally I just go down there, like, to literally network, for real. But at that time, like, Man, St. Louis, we was really trying to put like a dent and say, "Hey, we're St. Louis." Like mm. all these other places had they had they thing. Like you know, what I'm saying like even if you go to Chicago, everybody from Chicago that was doing something was falling through Chicago uh, party and stuff like that. And I mm. feel like, I mean, we was just trying to make our presence. So I mean, anything that was St. Louis like related at South by was going to check out. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I, I already had seen y'all shows. At, at home in different places in Domino Effect show, so I already knew y'all had the vibe. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that that shit that was that was like my last that was the last like great year of that down there for me personally. Cause yeah. I think we went a what I think we went a year after that. I yeah, we did two or three years. And did y'all go there when when Smino was down there? Mm. Was y'all down there? We we was with Smino the, the first year. Story? Yeah. No, it was the first year where nobody knew him yet, and um, he had the uh, Griffey song out. Oh yeah. And but when he went, <laughs> I caught him at a show. It was like a sea of like white kids. Uh, it was I want to say it was either on Sixth Street or something. I had no idea he was on the bill. Mm-hmm. I was going there for I don't even know why I was going there, but I was like, man, that's old boy. I, Cause I thought his, I literally thought his name was Sick Pussy because some for some reason the shirt he had on. Yeah, yeah so I was like. <laughs> I just saw him at Blank Space or something like that. I, yep. was like, I was like, this crowd is going crazy over him. Yep. I was like, wow. So And that was in a, a year apart. Like mm-hmm. the first it was a the year we met him the year before. Mm-hmm. And then next year he was just everywhere on, on South by Southwest. That's crazy. Like, that's all it takes, man. Put that grind in. One good year. Stay consistent. And that's what he did. Yeah. Like all right, I don't even know where to begin, man. Like, I'm, I'm fanboying kind of right now. I'm sorry, y'all. I think we all like, got stories. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, like, it's funny. I was on Cherry because Mo used to stay on the South, and I seen you walking up the street, and I was just looking like, bro, I have the same story. And I was like, look at him, a legend. <laughs> amongst the people. Yeah. Amongst the people. We don't deserve this. Like, we don't deserve this, man. Look at this. <laughs> Talking to the common folk. And I was just like... And you just had he walks amongst Spade us. Spade just had his hand in his pocket, just yeah. on his way. Just like, he's got a strong. Stride. I didn't want to bother you. I'm like, I ain't gonna bother the homie. He, yeah, he walking. Hilarious, man. <laughs> that's that's how. And Mo, we tell you, say, just seen Spade walking up the street. Yeah, <laughs> just seen him ride a bike. Just <laughs> like, man, what do you think, guy? <laughs> like, he's great. Like, so I guess we'll take it all the way back to the beginning, the origin part of the, the podcast. Like, where you from? Where you grow up? Um, so originally, like, uh, my people kind of migrated from the west side, and then 
through like Wellston. My my parents went to high school in Wellston, and then like I was probably born in Wellston, but I was born and raised in Pine Line. Okay, and uh, graduated from Normandy. Mm. Uh, yeah, but that that's that was kind of like my stomping grounds uh, mm. when I was when I was younger. So, mm. Yeah, like um, do you like remember like any connection to like music or not just music but like creation like in general in those areas? Yeah, kind of- yeah. Like so, like my 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 pops, rest in peace. He was like my biggest influence, like mm-hmm. on on music and all things creative. Uh, just uh, remembering like when he uh. Like I want to say when he when he got out of the army, I, I know, or maybe I'm trying to think, because like when, I, when we moved to Pine Line, I, I had to be no more than like two or three. Mm. But through music, I remember that age. But my mother and them tell me that it's no way that I can remember that. Mm-hmm. And so I go back and say, yeah, I remember it was these two serious yellow blankets on the twin beds. One was my brother's bed, mm. and one was mine. And Stevie Wonder would be playing. Uh, oh, I want to say like, "Isn't she lovely?" Or my Sharia more. Mm-hmm. And my mother's like, "Yeah, that was probably me or your dad playing that before we go to work." I said, "But when it stopped, <laughs> I knew you guys weren't there, and there would be some random person getting the bed with the with the with the uh, <laughs> put the covers over, and it's like me immediately going back to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With them in the bed, you know what I'm saying? It was she was like, "Yeah, that's probably like uh, your big cousin or like uh, my my cousin Sheila." Or one of my aunts watching me while they went to work, mm-hmm. but I remember that I was like, I know when that music came on, I knew y'all was back at home, and I knew it was just like a vibe, and mm-hmm. I was like, I knew sonically, like I wanted to be a part of music at that time. She was like, man, it's no way you remember that. You had to been like at least two. She said, I know you weren't walking yet when you did that, but I was just like, I'm telling wow. you, music, and wow. then right at five, the same thing. I knew I, I knew immediately sonically I wanted to be doing music. Like that is the I earliest. Ju- like I just tweeted about Stevie Wonder. Uh, yeah, you did yesterday. Where I was just like, like people don't understand his run. Yes. It was literally 1970 to 1980. Yeah. Like 10 years of just straight heat. Heat, straight and, heat. And not just for himself, but producing for other people and writing yeah. for other people. It was like insane, and nobody talks about like that run. That yeah, mean, nobody talks about that run, and nobody talks about the fact this dude a living legend, and that if any given time he can still go back and like create greatness on stage, right? right. Yeah. And no, it's weird, he always man. Performs. It's crazy because people tend people tend to leave him like out of that that Prince MJ Prince MJ like yeah. I'm like oh Stevie like Stevie, Stevie. Yeah. well you don't even hear him with like you maybe hear him with people like Teddy or Marvin. Yeah. But Stevie really a standalone. Yes, man. Stevie's such a genius. You talking about like yeah. musical? You know how people throw that around? Like, oh, he's a musical genius. No, he really is right. a musical <laughs> genius. Like him and like Prince are probably like my my biggest like outside my pops is my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Is Stevie and Prince, and then just jazz music and stuff like that because that's what my pops was listening to. Yeah. You know, so right. you and they can play music. everything. So yeah. that's why like I can see why they your influence. Like, they can literally play yeah. everything. I can take this wall and turn it to an instrument, <laughs> something like and do something crazy we ain't never seen before. Like, so when did like you start to kind of, I guess, say get an identity for the like this? Well, not an identity for the sound, but like when did you know that you're like, all right, I'm gonna be an artist? Well, 
I knew that I was gonna be an artist at five because I would just mimic what I heard on like the uh, Sesame Streets or whatever, mm-hmm. and try to play it on my guitar. So my mom was coming in, was like, "This nigga playing a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe we should get him some lessons." But it wasn't that. It was kind of like idiot savant. It was kind of like I was mimicking as much as I could to get the sound. I was fighting for the get the sound what I heard on there. Mm-hmm. So. Basically, even what I play on a guitar now is what I've always, the, the chords and stuff I've always been playing since I was five. Did you say idiot savant? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never heard that before. That is crazy. That's I probably use that shit, shit mad wrong too, man. That's what I was afraid. <laughs> nah, because that's crazy. Now it makes sense with like your sound, like, because sound is like super important. Mm-hmm. Like, where I always have this, like, like, compare, well, not comparison, like, I say some artists make noise and then mm-hmm. some artists make sounds like yeah. and I like I would hear like your your last uh album and like you can take something like my last mm-hmm. the 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 work that you did on that just the without the vocals it still hey, captured man, me. I appreciate that bro. Yeah. like it was just like yeah like it's it's, it's but just, that's how I know you listening though because I the fact that you trying to explain it to yeah me. I was like because I was I was listening to I it like it. I remember when it dropped. And uh, cause Nico, Nico texted yep. me. She's like, she "Yo, Spade just dropped something." All right, all right cool. Yeah. That's crazy. To... Cause I ain't. Nico told me that she she rocked with that album, but I did not. I ain't realized yeah. that though, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, we she, heard she we texted made made all of us, and she's like, "Yo, check this out like now." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And like, you yeah. say less. And when that came on, I was just like, "Like, I hope he puts out an instrumental album this also, <laughs> because it's just like, yo, like, like, cause like the intro and then." It's just something about the the way like sound claps for me, man. Like it has like a deeper connection. It's just like mm-hmm. it's like I can see where you're going. Like that's what the sound is. Like all right, when the sound's in place, it's like you showing me the map. Yeah. Like oh, I see what path and journey you're trying to go on. And then the vocals is just like yeah, the close the casket. It's just like oh, it's it all me. works together. It's yeah. not like a type B with some type vocals. Yeah, it's like, it's it exists like one together, for me. and it's just like it's yo. so many emotions with that album. I mean, of course, it's like a breakup album, right? <laughs> right. But it's also like a breakup with like just um trying to like fight with like trying to like um stay the same in music when like it went like as you get older, you know what I'm saying? Like you just you fight with like should you be doing it and you fight with like um okay you've been doing this damn sound for the longest and should you change it or this and that mm-hmm. but i feel like when you think like that you know what i'm saying like you you probably should get away from that because that can that can pull you in so much mm-hmm. before you know it like i like i don't i always say like man like i don't believe like i feel like if you living and you and you still making great stuff like then like Keep pushing, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't care how old you are, like as long as you living, like like it's a message in in in, in certain things. Now, when you're doing it for not for the love or for like money or anything like that, then you just I feel like at certain time at certain times there's a lot of cats like you be like, Man, this dude was a legend, but this dude's making the biggest trashing on the man right now. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um But I mean, that's how it that's how it go, man. And like a lot of that was me like breaking up with like trying to really like care what people think because I'm coming from mm-hmm. being an MC 
to like full fledged singing. Right, and that's what that threw me off guard. And like, uh, so <laughs> I was like, I was like, no. man, this is the first, so let me just go ahead and get right in it. You know what I'm saying? Let me do it. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't necessarily breaking up with like hip hop and breaking up with like being an MC because mm-hmm. I'm I still got like other projects coming out with that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, there's other projects coming out, but like yeah, but I just those. I mean, I, I did a lot more singing because a lot more singing. Like I feel like it's sonically, I wanted to say something with it. I wanted. I feel mm. like it can. There's a lot of people would be like, man, that shit's so heartfelt, bro. You, you feel like you got you you was able to get a deeper connection by singing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, cause I, I love like with with your vocals on that album. It was just like. Like I, I compare it to like I, I love when people get in the pocket yeah. of like things like I, like Steve is really great at that when he raps like uh-huh. he gets into the pocket of the beat. I'm like yo he's unstoppable right now <laughs> like just passing the ball is going in like right. and like on that album you was just like in the pocket with the vocals I'm like yo like Nico is like yo like this is my best friend sending me this shit I love her dog like and I compare it to like 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 a quarterback in the pocket like with where somebody's trying to sack them, get a turnover, but they have to be in that pocket to make the perfect play. Yeah. And, like, I think as artists, like, we the same where we have to be in the pocket and we have all these ideas swirling around. It's chaos, just like yeah. chaos on the field. And it's just like, all right, this works, this works, uh, maybe not, and just keep, like, put it all together to make the perfect, like, art for, for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, like, that's everything. That's like we was talking, that's like curating like how you want like people to see you as well as like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that goes a long way being in the pocket. Like it's it go a long way to be it's one thing to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh it's one thing to be an artist and it's another thing to be an artist that don't produce their own stuff, but it's 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 three things to be like an artist that may not produce his stuff, but writing dope content, but know how to pick beats. I feel like if you know how to pick music or beats, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, it's everything, bro. Right. It's everything. Right, because, like, the, I, like I said, I always tell people that, like, sound is, like, the foundation of, like, all the music. Like, mm-hmm. you can go, like, we were just talking about, like, Michael Jackson and Prince. Like, mm-hmm. you go to those shows and everyone passing out. Like, yeah. like everybody passing out, dog. And then it's Man. just like, they, they already, because they larger than life, but the sound got them to larger than life, and, you know? And that's what I'm saying. Like, if if I hear a Stevie song, it could bring me right back to, it, it's in my, like, me being two years old is in my long-term memory mm-hmm. at this point. So I can hear a Stevie song, and it can bring me right back there. I can hear a, a Marvin Gaye song, and it, it can bring me back to my auntie crib. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can hear, like, a, a Prince song where he, like, like if you trip off like how Prince did like the, the uh, in the purple one, he was like, baby, 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 mm-hmm. like, dude, like if you didn't feel that scene when old girl was crying, like he, she was with she was with another nigga, <laughs> 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 and, and and he was just like, do you want him? Do you want me? He was doing all that. <laughs> like yo she was like Jesus like I was like yo I need to make music like that right. <laughs> not, not just to inflict pain on a woman but just to right. make somebody be like man you like and I have there's been people come up to me like yo man I was like about to end it bro like like this song brung, like made me ashamed of myself you know I was like I, that that's the validation I need right there not to say that I'm glad they didn't didn't do any of that but at the mm-hmm. same time you know what I'm saying like I'm, that's the kind of music that's the art that I want to like 
be pushing. You know what I'm saying? It's tight. I, I didn't even know it was a breakup album because it was that great. Like I was, just, yeah. I, would, I was just like, yo, like, because that was news to me. He blacking out right now. But like, it's really not in the way. But it is. But it's like it, it ain't just a, like if you look at it just through. Because somebody was like, man, you must have had like a um, a terrible breakup. I was like. I was like, nah, you looking at it wrong. You looking at it. It's a two-sided album. It's, it's not a breakup with necessarily a woman. Like, But if you're really listening to it and diving into it, it's, a, it's, it's many breakups of many different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was going through something at that time, and it was more than just a break while I was breaking up with somebody. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. Like how, and so the concept was just you kind of like, of that album, like you stated, was basically like, hey, I don't care about like trying to impress anymore. It's like now this is something new. Like when when did did it did something spark that idea or it was just that 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 realization like hey man I'm about to do me and do something. Well yeah, you know like like hopeless and romanticizing man. You know what I'm saying like it, it's it's more like man like like we 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 romanticize about being in in many situations. You know what I'm saying we may romanticize about. Getting that uh that Benz truck, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> or uh, you know what I'm saying like I was romanticizing about many things. I was just you know what I'm saying in 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 the bag about things. You know like I feel like just even thinking about like you know what I'm saying I, I can see homies that I I didn't came up with like just to see like Aloe Black be where he at, and I can go on a target and hear him be like, man, this dude like this is like my partner, man. It's like my homie, you know, and to see him like. And and to see that and to see somebody pass you up, you're like, damn, man, if I'm doing the wrong thing or what the hell, man, maybe I just took one for the team mm-hmm. and just decided to just keep it real. Not to say that Aloe Black ain't real or anything like that. Dude kind of like he was the first to really put me out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was, okay. and when I got signed, like through him and my manager uh, at the time, they were, um, they were around really pushing it. Like even when I would go to Miami, I would stay at Aloe Black's grandmama um, crib. Uh, crib and had no furniture, nothing. It was just a condo, mm-hmm. and like the roaches was like the size of this water bottle because yeah, it was I in did. Miami. <laughs> and so you just basically stayed up until it was time you to do your gig. But uh, <laughs> other than that, like yeah, like I didn't, uh, you know, what I'm saying like it was. There's a lot of things you see people that blew up. Like you see somebody like Flying Lotus, like and even you know, what I'm saying like even like just past. Summer going on on tour with the homie Mind Design, just to see how far Mind Design came. Right. But the fact that he was able to reach back and be like, "Man, yeah, why not Space? Space should definitely be on this." One. You know what I'm saying? And that's what amazes yeah. us. Like yeah. we, me, like all of us. <laughs> we do it all day. You do that all day, all day, dog. <laughs> but um, like we was talking about that, like where like some people would be like, "Well, me, I'm like," he's like. Spade should be like Flying Lotus, like mm-hmm. you're up right. there, okay, like you? like skill wise, all that, and then and then I, I I'll run into you, and I'm like, oh, he's good, like you know what I'm saying, like he's 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 okay, like you know what I'm saying. I'd be thinking like, I wonder if he's like upset or like nah, what? man, it's just it it just at a, at a time, you know what I'm saying, like leaving New York, man, and um, trying to like really like see because like when I was coming up St. Louis has always been like a fucking like like uh what they call it a chart sheet or something was it's mm-hmm. like oh it's going up it's going out oh it's this way oh it's down oh it's going back <laughs> up and it's just always been like that as far as I can remember it always 
had that potential, then it like flatlined kind of in the middle, then it go down. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like before we opened up Blank Space, like me and Cave was just like, yo, let's try to get Racker Stove, this label popping. You know what I'm saying? Even though we only put one album out, which was This Is The Dope, so mm-hmm. me, Teresa Janae, Indiana Ron mm-hmm. as producers. And um, we just, we wanted to have a space to create that type of vibe. I wanted to have that vibe toward like, when I was in New York, I can just walk down the street and go to some boy that's doing like dope stuff. And we wanted that vibe on Cherokee. And, and y'all you built that. Yeah. Like, because and we I never heard to, it described like that, but that's yeah. definitely the And that's yeah. the reason why I named it Blank Space, because like, I wanted it to be like the DIY, like, we kind of wanted to be like the DIY space that, um, that we knew like, in this community, like a lot of people couldn't afford other spots, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so we was just taking any and everything. If you like, it wasn't if you couldn't afford it, because like, I mean, you, you gotta think like, if somebody wanted, if some young person wanted to have a show at the Ready Room right now doing hip hop, they probably wouldn't get it because they probably will tell them something. No disrespect to to Ready Room, but they nine times out of ten, if it's a hip hop show, they probably not gonna book it to them. Mm-hmm. Like due to like cops and due to like what they think they might feel they should they get shut down or they might hit them with what like eight hundred dollars? It's way more than that. Really, way more than that. Way more. Than that. See, there you go, and that's what I'm saying. I think like, it's like over a stack. Over a stack. So it wasn't no places for real, for real. Like taking in people like that. Mm-hmm. But now, as you can see, you got places like the Monocle that that's willing yeah. to take it in. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of these places is using, like, the Blank Space moniker, which is great. That's what needs to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but before Blank Space was places like Gramophone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was it was dying out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, because the Gramophone was kind of like, no disrespect to rule on Gramophone. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in that time frame, it was just like, we was doing, like, the four shows every Monday. It yeah. was like, Tuff always had a show. But I remember... Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I'm going to say the story anyway. And when MVP <laughs> had a show there, and then, like, that shit got completely shut down. Yeah. Like, I heard, like, Muggs was pull- Allegedly, Muggs was pulling out guns, and just, like, it was about to be a shooting, and it was just... Yeah. And I remember from that from that show, I remember the gramophone was kind of like, uh, hip-hop show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Sandwich shop time. But they even the gramophone has so much so many classic shows like the oh, yeah. Big Crit show, mm-hmm. uh Pack Deal. Pack Deal, yeah. Um I think he performed that one time. But like I said, uh, but, no, uh, knowledge, I brought knowledge. Not knowledge, there. knowledge, yeah. uh Quest Love, DJ there, who we had it was so many legendary it shows. Was, it that, was some legendary shows. But man. like I remember when that M V P show happened, situation happened, they was kind of like, uh hip hop, mm, I don't know. It's just And the thing is the fact that they have to like measure all of hip hop, like they have to stereotype all of hip hop off that one show same. is absolutely ridiculous. Right? And there's plenty of times where it's been fights there and there's been white people. Cause I used to, I knew the bouncers and doormen. Yeah. And I remember he was just like, man, just like white dudes starting, he said his dudes starting wilding, do a bear at me. Man, this people in and gramophone they legit like had a fight in the gramophone, and the party kept going. Now I remember one hip hop show, it was a fight that happened in a parking lot, and they came in, and we got shut it down. And I'm looking at them like, but what about I see, I just seen a white lady just standing like this and completely collapsed like fucking Jingo, uh, <laughs> like the uh, the game of Jingo. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jingo. and. 
Uh, how, what is it the, with the wood block? Django, 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 whatever. Jango. <laughs> Go show y'all play you. that. No, like <laughs> she just collapsed. I'm like, yo, like, but the Damn. fact that like she kept going and didn't have to leave, or I'm pretty yeah. sure she was bumping into plenty of people like mm-hmm. on her way to do that. You know what I'm saying? And right. uh, you know, but at the same time. It's hip hop, man. I ain't saying that's what's supposed to come with the category, but that's in some cases that's what happened. Like, yeah. So um, legit when like blank space opened, it was just like people was kind of like about us, like man, you know, they ain't know what to make of it. Yeah. But you know, until like you know, space started throwing parties, that needles started throwing parties, there, and it just became that one like hip spot. Like we can talk about blank space all day, but yeah. and and you know, like I feel like with blank space, like a lot of the the kind of like super like ghetto crowd or whatever they want to call it, you know what I'm saying? Like they might think blank space like, oh man, it's corny place, man. But it, cause we may not, <laughs> we may not always carry Hennessy or something. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's because it should be sold out. But like at the same time, you know, like, I mean, we, we take, we take, if you gotta like, we have to still respect. We don't know if a fight gonna break out or not, but we have to respect the fact that this person want to do some music, and I respect the fact that that person like trying to put to the culture. You know what right, I'm saying? Have yeah. a, it's a platform. You know what I'm saying? Everybody mm-hmm. need a platform. That's mm-hmm. that's a lot of times like me coming up. Like I haven't always had the proper platforms. I had proper platforms, but not like a consistent proper like platforms. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, cause y- y'all kind of like important. brought that whole street to life. Like, <laughs> nice. nice. No, that's facts. That's- like, you and Kave, was, I was like, yo, like, you had like real estate everywhere. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, we try to, and we, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why we end up getting 2720 because technically, like, I was like, before I left, I was like a downtown kid, like, before mm-hmm. the Loft District. Like, we were staying mm-hmm. in like warehouse space. Um, and we started with this group called Soul Tide, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we were just like, I just knew that I wanted to have this like Jay Dilla S sound, and we wanted to kind of be like the Soul Aquarium. It was like twenty five oh, okay. of us, Damn. and like like our CEO just passed like from from um, like a heart attack and stuff like that. His funeral yeah. was this week, but he was like the first to see me like perform and was like, "Yo, man, we gotta start something." He's like, "Man, like he, you know, like and that was that." And he gave gave us the bag. To go buy any and everything we needed for a studio, mm. and we were downtown. But it was this thing called Art Dimensions, and Art Dimensions, when it wasn't nothing else to do downtown, you went to one of those shows. Mm-hmm. But then Art Dimensions kind of transformed from that to from downtown, uh, in 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 the basement of like um, uh, twenty seven twenty. Oh, so like man. me, Cave, and eighteen and counting, uh, and this dude Ryan Powell, our first shows were. Like uh, shows in 2720 or the Upstairs Lounge, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so when 2720 was open, we was just like, man, we can do bigger shows there and we can still be keeping 2720 alive. But the chump at Yaki's, it was a <laughs> shooting happened like on, on that street. And mm. so he basically like was just mad that it didn't come from us, but he it, it felt so right that it should have came from us, but it technically didn't come from us. Mm-hmm. What happened was we was letting people out at the time the shooting was happening on the block anyway. Mm-hmm. And he know that, but he won't admit to that because it'll make it look like he's a racist. But it still make him look racist because you sit and tell us maybe we shouldn't have black shows. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or those type of black shows. Damn. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. And that's the reason why I really can't, like, get with, like, I, I, like a lot of times white people want this safe space, man. Like, but they want to still, like, be down with the mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or still be in these areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And this is one of those things, man. Like, you can't fake it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, yeah. That's what it is. Because I remember it. We try to continue with... Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we we didn't messed up. I mean, we got a right to fail, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we ain't stopped, and we still, Blank Space still open. It's still going, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just other businesses kind of mimic like it, and it's other stuff on Cherokee, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because so. I remember Shmee had his Black Swan listed yeah. party at Joe's. I'm like, Spade on this too? Like, I was like, damn. I was and so it's, mad and, and that, that goes to show you about platforms, like, like man, like, Shmee... <laughs> Smee called me, so he did the kickback for like Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, I was there. You was there too. Yeah, yeah you that sure was, was crazy. <laughs> and then he did. He hit me up and was like, at the last minute, I was like, "Do you want to have an album release like right now?" Like you know, because Rail Rail hit me up. I was like, "That's crazy, bro!" Like, and sure enough, mad people came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think I can fit that many people in the apartment, mm-hmm. but. Um, I want to say you had a Cardinal shirt on. I don't know. Did you? Uh, maybe you didn't. Yeah, yeah, you took I did. that big ass like the pimple butterfly yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah, I had um, the Cardinal jersey on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because you could see that. <laughs> right. I had the two blue threes on. <laughs> so like, he 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 was like, yeah, man, Spade, man. I just thought you was like the OG as you just had the plug on all the like dope stuff and like I was like nah man I do I'm from music bro like <laughs> I'm out here and he was like he was like he was like yeah man I was I be chilling with people and they be like man you don't know Spade you be like yeah I know Spade but he was like man I didn't even know you did music I was like wow <laughs> you didn't know I did that's music crazy. Bro? that's that's crazy man <laughs> I mean unfortunately it ain't lead to nothing but maybe in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> No, that that that'd be oh yeah, that gotta happen. Yeah. That that got yeah. that jazz sound. Oh yeah. yeah like, I think you I think you like elevate. It's like shit, like with like some production. It, it's crazy because even when like Hooligan hit me up and was asking me like, yo, man, you know uh somebody named Smino or this and that. I didn't know who he was talking about because I'm like in my, my my head, I'm still thinking sick pussy. <laughs> and I told him that too. He was like, Oh wow. And so I was just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because Hooligan hit me up and asked me, did I know who, um, what's your boy name? Um, and it's the homie too, and I never, Brian Stewart. Mm-hmm. He was in the force. I don't yeah. even know. I'm so bad. <laughs> um, Hooligan asked me, he's like, yo, man, you know this cat named Brian Stewart? I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know? He was like, yeah, I think he did something with Mr. Cormack or something like that. And mm-hmm. Mr. Cormack used to be kind of down yeah. with the whole, like, um, I guess Soul Action Time. I don't know what Mr. Carmack Yeah, I've heard Joe K mention him plenty of times. Yeah, so that was like the first. And um, sure enough, yeah. Yep. Like, speaking of which, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, Marty. <laughs> I don't want to force the force, but <laughs> no pun intended. Um, Why are we getting in the force? <laughs> Yeah, we'll yeah, get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. That's where we. Can, can we at least get an EP? Something, <laughs> goddamn, like just, just something, just a picture. I'm shit. not saying it had to be on some Temptations reunion shit, but just, it's just a show, a EP, something. Uh, it's a part of me likes the mystique of like, damn, what if? 
But then the other part, like, nah, niggas is alive. This, this gotta happen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas is li- living, man. The like, thing is, man, like, the the force created greatness, and then the force created, like, just a lot of egos and a lot of people on the outside looking in that wanted to be down, and they just, you could be, it was just a coalition. Like, if you were dope, I feel like then the force, I can't speak for all of the force, but to me, I got from the force, like, if you were dope and you were of that scene, then, like, you know what I'm saying, you would probably by law, down by law. But it really started when places like the Riverfront Times, like, was pulling, like, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they pulled this one thing to where, like, I want to say that was one of the times even before. It was, like, an unofficial, let's become the force. But I remember, like, me coming home and the Riverfront Times didn't allow the hip-hop uh, acts that they was nominating mm-hmm. to perform on any other stage. Instead, they just canceled the whole hip hop like thing, all because of the other side of Blueberry Hill was flooded. And it was like, so why can't we just share a stage with like the Rock uh, Cats and uh, outside? So they was just like, nah. I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Let me go mm-hmm. hit up. Yeah. Let me go hit up Vintage Vinyl. And sure enough. Lou was like, of course. Like, man, I've been going in Venice Vinyl since I was a kid, like, with my dad. So, Likewise. <laughs> like, so, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he always, like, they always had mad love, you know what I'm saying? So they let me do, like, we did, like, kind of like a, that was, like, kind of like the unofficial force thing out in front of uh, Venice Vinyl, and the shit was packed. They was mad that we was out there. They couldn't even hear, for real, they shit. Because everybody was acting like bitches over hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> time. So... Because we talked about this on Rome's episode. And Rome was just kind of like, yeah. Like, Marty was just going down the timeline. Just, <laughs> he's a historian. That's probably Kevin. <laughs> he, Mar- Marty's the historian. So he was just like, yo, we used to go to this spot, this spot, this spot. And he was on naming off, like, members. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even know there's a part of the force. Like, what the fuck was I at? Like, and I was telling him, like, man, I, I would, I, nobody knew who I was at that time. Only Q and Steve and maybe like a couple people like knew like yeah Benny can rap like he nice but I wasn't out there yet. What I'm saying is I'm mad that I got hot and the force was no longer around <laughs> yeah, and, like, and I could, and I couldn't share those stage. Pharaoh in the building right now. Kev, the camera. Oh, what Clever up, Kev? Clever from Kev. Yeah, yeah. He gave me my first crack the reason program. <laughs> oh, shout out to Kev the plug. Hey, legends all around. <laughs> He's plugging legends <laughs> with the dope. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, yo, I, I finally got a little buzz, and I'm like, damn, I can't share the stage with Rocky. Like, 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 force, like any of this. Like, I, I went to a bunch of like shows that y'all did, or they weren't official force shows, but right. it was just like, hey, the whole crew in here, fuck it, we playing everybody's shit, and everybody <laughs> goes to start rapping, like, yo, like. And then, of course, what did it, what, like, made me smile but broke my heart was the Harlem Renaissance picture in the loop in, oh, my, yeah. in my hood. And I'm just like, hey, man. Yo. Like. But uh, <laughs> it, it took a lot of people, it took a lot of people, like, keeping that going. Like, and definitely thanks to, like, May Monarchs for even trying to, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? They was definitely a part of it as well as, like, people like Tef, Rocky, uh, and myself, it was a lot of people that that wasn't even artists. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, um, who? I mean, it was like, yeah, May Monarchs. They weren't necessarily artists, but you know, what I'm saying, they were like there for to see the culture like go ahead. You know, what I'm saying. So, 
Man, that was that was definitely a movement, man. That that something like that needs to happen now. You need to you need to just get all of the dope, like individuals, millennials, whatever, together and just like keep keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in individually, we're not obligated to like like put this city on our back and be like and just go for broke, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at the same time, if everybody do their piece, you know what I'm saying, I feel like it it, it could help, you know what I'm saying? Like cause you 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 trying to put the city on your back like by yourself or like oh man I'm about to put the city on the map I'm about to stay here and just do it from here and do all that like nah man I feel like like the whole work of an artist is like to reach the people and it's just more than St Louis you reaching the people like I'm mm. trying to change lives with my music everywhere you know what I'm saying mm. till this day I'm still trying to do that you know what I'm saying so or with my art in general from mm. fashion to music and hopefully film you know what I'm saying so that film too. Yeah, man, I want to do. I want to. I want to like make it all like exist, you know. So because I already knew you, 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 because you went to like school for fashion. I yeah. think I already knew that, but I, I didn't know you was in the film like that. Yeah, man. Like I, I'm. I mean, like, so like my my homie, I got a homie named um, Khalil Khalil Joseph. <laughs> um, he he did when the quiet comes for uh, what's her name for um, Flying Lotus. He did Lemonade for mm. Beyonce. And uh, he got he he hit me to like French New Wave, you know what I'm saying? And he, and I got into the art side when I saw like his. Um, I always been into art, but his his brother Noah Davis was like this like fucking amazing artist who like was just an intern at my homie spot in L.A. And then this dude just like blew up, and he, but he died he died of cancer or whatever. But then before he died, he opened up this cr- crazy like dope museum. Uh, called uh, Underground Museum in LA or whatever. So, mm. a lot of people like show up there and do shit. You know, so. That's tight. Like, basically, the art direction of what Solange doing is the way I wanted to tell my story. Like, I feel like that's the ultimate for me to have all these things exist in one space and tell my story on a platform in ways like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. That's dope, man. Yeah. Like, as an older, older artist, that's kind of what I want to go to. <laughs> so. Like, like I said, like earlier in the interview, you were part of like an era that, like I said, we weren't present. We were alive, but we just weren't out there. Mm-hmm. Like, is is it? How much has changed from like then to now? And like, what was it like for you coming up in that era? And, and you're still relevant today. Like, um, I have to, I have to take you back to like even like. I came on the scene in St. Louis officially in ni- 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Needles uh, at Flow Valley, like in 1996, and we were just like babies on the scene, and we was just like uh, wanting to like uh, know what our part was. Needles always knew he wanted to kind of like draw and 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 DJ because his dad was Gentleman Gates, mm-hmm. um, and. I always knew I wanted to be an MC on this thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and make beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, like technically, like in hip hop, I I didn't rap at first. Like, I was always wanting to be a producer first. Mm. Uh, so I would just take and make tape loops, and uh, I was always like the beatboxer as well, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I started beatboxing first. I ain't gonna bust nothing on here, put <laughs> spit on her. No, but uh, I started beatboxing at first, and then like in the '90s. 96 was when I really knew that like I, I wanted to like uh uh hit the scene and 
that was kind of like the first. Uh, and it was back then, like in the nineties, it was it was cool, but it was still, it was still a cult of people or like a collective of people that it was hanging on by a thread. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you you got you know what I'm saying? Like somebody like Lexis Tucci, who she do Night Chaser, but back in the day, she was like one of the main people who like her. I guess her pops was giving her the bag to bring like certain concerts. Uh, um. Uh, John, uh, John from uh, Midwest Avengers. He was. Mm-hmm. A, he, I knew he threw shows back then. You know, um, it was just certain cats, man. Like that, you got to think that, that was helping keep the scene alive, up and even up until now. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was fights back then. You know, like, <laughs> it, that's what it was. You know, like um, it, it, it's hard. Like I say, it's hard, man. It, it, it's hard to like keep that going. Without like uh, people like losing their momentum, and right. I feel like with that era around the, um, the with the era around what the forest, mm-hmm. that momentum just like <laughs> I feel like it maybe died after that tour we tried to do. <laughs> Wait, another tour? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. We gotta slow down. We need a doorway to the forest tour. Wait, wait, we got to the forest tour. Oh my god! All right, so start from the beginning. <laughs> Whose idea for the tour? Like, it, uh, I'm assuming like, uh, it was. I guess okay. it was just lot. It was just uh, common sense. It's like, uh, yo, we gotta take this show on the road. But how was, how did that start? Uh, I can't. How did it start? I don't even know. It I, was. I was. I mean, at that, especially around that time. Well, uh, I forgot what year it was that. I want to say 2015, 2014. Um, they decided, you know, Cash is making a bus in the Midwest, so it's like, shit, let's go on the road. Mm-hmm. And it was called Doorway to the Forest, even though Doorway, Doorway was a part of the forest, but like Doorway, yeah. they was just, they had everything. Like I'm saying, they yeah. had the van, they had their own like house. Yeah. They, had a, they had a street. You literally need to get there, you type in Doorway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Legit. So they, that's like how much like, you know, stuff they had. Like, mm-hmm. so I think it was them kind of like thinking the idea. And it's like, oh, let's hit up what? Uh, I went to Chicago, Detroit, um, Kansas City, it was yeah. We we did like we did, we did Ohio. Um, oh yeah, Ohio. D- yeah. So like it was. I don't know exactly who I did that was, but <laughs> I feel like we needed to do that. But like I feel like even when like even when like when I first started going to South by Southwest, like you had a bunch of rock and roll shows or like punk shows or something like that, and you had maybe like that one good like. Uh, Stone's Throw or like hip hop show mm. that had Doom or somebody on there. Mm. But then after that, you know what I'm saying? Like, with people like the Faders start coming in like that. Mm. Like, they was just like, yo, it needs to be more. You know what I'm saying? And so then you had like all these like unofficial shows and motherfuckers just doing their own shows out there, you know? But I feel like, like, uh, the force coming into that or like showing people from St. Louis, like, like, to tell somebody, hey man, just start going like up the street to Austin. Mm. I mean, or down the street to, Austin, uh, to 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 that stuff. And when they get there, they like, okay, now what? I was like, man, it ain't it ain't about if you got a show, but if you ain't got no manager, this way your networking skills just got to come in. Like, mm-hmm. and when I when I would go to, I couldn't wait to go to Austin because it never was about the shows to me. I would go to the shows just to network with different people, uh, and and that was how I was able to get into like. Uh, what was that? Uh, Rubber Tracks Converse, cause mm. just at the right place at the right time, and plus I still had connects from, 
um, just other my old manager and stuff like that. So mm. yeah. And then the tour just just ended. And the tour just ended, so it's just like <laughs> some people was let. I mean, some people uh-huh. needed to see that because shit ain't sweet. A lot of people uh-huh. saw it and was like, "Damn, ain't nobody here. We be performing in front of nobody." But you gotta go through that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like I went through that stuff, so I feel like a lot of people had to go through that. You know, learn, <laughs> learn. You learn. I imagine right. now it'd probably be a little easier if if uh, a tour was to happen and you like. Uh, look at your demographics. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. At the era we was like blowing up in, if we were blowing up now, like we would have made way more tracks. Yeah. And it's just, it was right before, right before, because I remember, uh, shout out to Vandalism, he uh, he put out an album called The Proposal. It was an EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he put, he released it on, it's a band camp. Mm-hmm. So they released it, a lot of people re- like retweeting it, posting it and the stuff. So this dude, he um he did a thousand strings first day, mm-hmm. over a thousand strings, but only sold a hundred copies. Mm-hmm. So to him back then that was a loss. Yeah, but it was like to him, to him it was like it was a loss. It was like this is before you know Spotify and all that. So it was just like yo, every, he like he looked at like everybody listens to my shit, but they ain't buying. Like like what the fuck? But it's just like now. But you got people like me who's playing you, it like religiously. Hmm. But I'm just saying in that era that like right before the streaming era, that was like considered a loss. Mm. Like I think ideally he like he liked that after a while I was just like, okay, this is good, look. But like in that era, thought it was like hundred people on and first day. But then now you can do that, like, oh thousand people, like let 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 me put out something that's like a first day a thousand, a thousands, man. And, and if we if we knew what we knew if we knew what we know now back then, like we would know, like, to get the strongest people and just have other people that may not be as strong to piggyback off of. Even if they, even if, like, even if Rocky had a show somewhere, like, everybody, like, chime in and just push it or find a way to be there and support mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's across the country or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whoever, just as, like, you know what I'm saying, like a rest representative or what, all that shit count. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, even with vandalism, vandalism had a like that's really Flying Lotus homie right there. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I remember Flying Lotus told me before he was even thinking about going to uh Red Bull Music Academy, I was just coming back and he was gonna do the second term. Mm-hmm. And uh he was just like, Yeah, man, I'm thinking about giving my uh term to Van, man. I was like, You can't give your Red Bull you can't give it to any you they chose you, bro. Like you can't <laughs> he was like, Man, you think I should go to this shit? No, I was like like yeah, go to that shit. Like I was like that shit's worth it. Cause he, I would see him whenever I uh, he come to like my homie's gallery or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Van was like also Van first first person to really rap on like Flying Lotus beats. Like yeah, he was the mm, first what? person right. like to rap on like Flying Lotus beats. Like I was supposed to do something with, but he wanted to make me something up from scratch. He didn't want me to pick none out of his catalog, but um. Yeah, man, but then he blew up after that. Like, literally, like, um, I truly believe vandalism could have, like, and probably still can because yeah. vandalism, for one, know how to pick beats. He know how to, like, approach certain things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, vandalism was approaching social media how people are now. He do he was doing back then. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he may not have understood it, but if he was to do that approach he was doing now, he could have he been long on, you know? Mm. Yeah. I did not know that. Right, lot, not. Literally, everybody in the forest was like, 
obviously dope, but like we was, every, I feel like everybody was connecting and it was like mm-hmm. right on the cusp of like blowing up or just new people in the industry. It was just, it was always right there. Yeah, it was right there. And whoever yeah. not necessarily fell wayside, because if you really think about it, I mean, <laughs> whether we like it or not, there's a lot of people in the force still doing like amazing shit. I mean, I can't say like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, the main monarchs, like, half of them, like, you got uh, John, he went from, like, doing, like, the parody rap stuff, right. and now he, like, working Yahoo for Yahoo. Yeah. Uh, then you got Adrian, he know damn near everybody I know in Oakland and, like, work for Visco, and then he get he do a show in D.C., you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So it's just, like, it, it infinite possibilities. Tough at mm-hmm. Yale, with, and it got, like, uh, Cornell West it's on Harvard. his, you know, it's Harvard. 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 Sorry, whoops. <laughs> Not yet. I don't know why. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you. Um, at, at Harvard, like, uh, and chumming it up with like Cornell West, uh, even Rocky and Loha, like they definitely got a couple looks and probably still getting looks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it it, it yeah. take, man. Like, if, if if it's gonna be another type of force or any type of collective. Like, everybody, it's, like, hit the ground running. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care if you just, like, a cool person that, that don't do no music, but if you there amongst that collective, find a way to, like, make it happen. It's just like how y'all say y'all went to Chicago and y'all saw, like, Hood Bunny or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's the scene. That's what's supposed to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what, like, you know, like, that's that's the stuff I did, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we doing it right. right. We, we Sorry, we're right. talking about that so long. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what we're here for. Continue. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm finding out Van is and, uh, and I see Van and all the fucking flying time. Lotus of Step Brothers. Yeah, like, was, <laughs> oh, yeah. Van, no, Van was right there. I think he was signed to a. Uh, I want to say one or two labels. It was Justice League. He was, he was with Justice with, League with, with, with Little Brother. Fa- with oh, Little Brother, like wow, yeah. I was in the same place eating pizza with this guy before. <laughs> right. we had, we had, yeah. Van, like I said, that, that night, Van knows a lot. Like, he, when I'm saying he know, he know people from MySpace days. Yeah. And just, that was my like, first night meeting him. He, oh yeah, oh yeah, that was the first. Yeah, I love, I'm late, I'm late. I'm but late. dude, like, that's another person probably future episode too, but it's just yeah. the amount of knowledge he has and what he's been through musically. Oh, and now he's like DJing, so DJing. it's just like, I mean, like to me, I still think Vance can still get out there and do stuff, but you know, like it's 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 that it's that mode to where like when you get a little older, you know what I'm saying, like you feel like, yo man, like I like this music, but you know what I'm saying, I gotta deal with life mm-hmm. and I can't move this way and all of that. And that 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 can hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like unfortunately with me, man, like I'm I'm probably like the oldest nigga out of the, <laughs> out of like hanging out right now, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, like I don't look at it like that in that way, you know what I'm saying? I look at it just still being relevant and still doing what I love mm-hmm. and it's it's always going to be a platform for you, mm. you know what I'm saying? You just got to go find it like period. You it's know like what I'm Q-tip saying? say, man, it's to the death. Yeah, it's no, to like the death, we, like yeah. it's like what? And that's what I like about you like we still getting shit like, yeah, like, 20, you be over 20 year run, though. Like, literally yeah. over 20 year run. That's like, how crazy and, like, saying it's still relevant. Like, this dude was rapping when my brother was rapping. Yeah. And it's just like, for him. His brother then was like, well, I was looking up to them when they was rap. I was like, man, these dudes are dope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, just um, to keep moving, just still having, putting out quality music, still being a face of the scene. It's just. You um, know, it's, it's some. 
it's some cats, man, here that be wishing, like, it, it, people be saying sideways stuff. Like, I know this dude's like, oh, man, like, <laughs> he was like, man, I ain't gonna lie, man, they kind of did you dirty on that, uh, on the, I ain't gonna say his name, but he was like, they kind of did you dirty on the, uh, the hopeless and romanticizing, man. He's like, man, but after, the after joint is my favorite, but the rest of that, that album's trash, bro. Like, come on, yeah. Spade. He was like, come on, Spade, man, you know. You know, uh, you know that shit was trash. They kind of did you dirty on the mix. I was like, man, you. I was like, you clearly. I was like, you want to work with me, but you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know like what I'm even going for in the sound. Mm-hmm. You don't know if I'm like trying to like like what I listen to or anything because you would never say that that comment. And sure enough, I feel like this person just wanted me to rap over his stuff. But then later on, he says, "Oh yeah, man, I can see now." That we just gotta create some stuff together. You're absolutely right. We gotta create some stuff together, but depending on how I'm feeling, if the vibe is off, is is just off. But just saying mm-hmm. that to say, it, it's people now, like you know, what I'm saying, even on this scene, it's at a, it's it's in dying need of like us in this room that know what's up mm-hmm. to like put like little pieces to it, like feed it a little bit or something, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you have cats just about to start probably getting disrespectful. Like I hear it. Through young homies all the time. Like, um, I know, like, the homie Malcolm was saying, somebody was like, uh, yeah, why you always around Spade? Like, what he do? You know what I'm saying? And then he was like, <laughs> and then he said, dude, it was like, uh, yeah, man, you, you you doing all that old hip-hop shit? Like, like uh, Spade telling you to do that and this and that? I was like, I'm not telling you to do anything. And, that's, and Malcolm thing is like, that's his scene. Like, he found a lane that he was in so it's that kind of like that beat scene SB404 type of scene which is great because he building that way mm-hmm. and that's his platform but for somebody to tell him that he got to go do some trap music first because ain't nobody gonna listen to that shit it's, that's absolutely ridiculous yeah, that's, yeah, that's super you know what I'm saying like it, it shouldn't have to be that way you know what I'm saying because right. that's like the thing that kill a lot of shit if somebody always they didn't told me that when I was coming up oh you got to do this music before you can do this type of music first you know what I'm saying? It's just like... Nah. And ain't never give you a reason why. And yeah. no disrespect, that's the reason why, like, after, like, Nelly blew up, you know what I'm saying? I was so <laughs> into Dilla and, and, and like, hip-hop, I missed the whole Nelly Chingy era. Like, mm-hmm. like because, like, in my head, like, my crew and, like, the underground St. Louis hip-hop community, like, shit, that was... What all I needed. I wish I would have traveled within that time. Unfortunately, I ain't started traveling until I was 28. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, like I, I wasn't into, I wasn't into like the Nelly. I was into Nelly and the Lunatics when they were like in doing like the, you know, what I'm saying freestyling and and being at Kennedy's and they was more like hip hop. But then when they got to the the strip club and the tip trick. Yeah. <laughs> no, much respect to their success. Cool brothers. Ali is probably one of my influences too. You know what I'm saying? When he cut my hair, that's how I Likewise. got hip. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I got hip to the roots, mm-hmm. D'Angelo, Outcast, you know what I'm saying? Like he was playing all that shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh he was the one that I looked up to because he was like his whole steez. I he would he was he went to Morris Brown. I wanted to go to Morris Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would wear all these old fly clothes because he was coming from Atlanta. He looked like he would be dressed up like Jodeci or like he was from New York. <laughs> and I just thought the shit was dope. So I was just like, yo, this dude dope. You know, we would just rap about shit like that. And it was cool to see him at the track store uh, uh, thing. You know what I'm saying? We chopped it up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he... I mean, yeah. I mean, I think 
I've been trying to like find the like I don't like I guess like walking amongst the crowd. So I'll figure out like, all right, man. Cause after I after I stopped like doing music, mm-hmm. which you was one of the people that told me like I, it might have been as I want to say it was the Black Swan uh uh party. Mm-hmm. And when I was outside and you was I was like, you was like I was like, yeah, man, I'm like I'm quitting this shit, man. Like I, I'm gonna find something else to do and. And you just like, man, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> you're just like, nah. I just look at it like, you're the person, like, the stuff I heard you perform, you, you obviously had your lane that you was in and you know how to pick beats. I feel like you're a person who I pick beats. I feel like if you don't listen to Domino Effect for nothing else, like, you can't say the shit don't slap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're getting a message Back. and you're getting, like, fucking beats. Like, you out of your fucking mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> why? And this is how... <laughs> This how this how we should be laughing when somebody come to us and say some really? shit like that. No, like, like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, the man like, yeah, you know, yeah. So, that's but, no, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to pick the best of the best, like stuff, or like, and, and y'all gotta like kind of like town hall gather and just be like, yo, man, let's like just. Either we gonna make this scene be what it is, or we gonna like get our platforms in other spaces and give a look back to this scene. That way, everybody on it could like flourish. You know what I'm saying? That's how, and, it, and that's how it should be. Every scene, like every like different rap scenes and even music scenes in St. Louis, like I see they mob out for their for their homies. And I'm like, yeah. these cats are rapping over their track. This shit's not mixed. Nothing's really good, but, but they, they, they have such a there. such a strong support. And I'm just like. Huh? <laughs> like, I like sometimes I don't see it, and like later on, I'm like, oh, okay. And the scene is just broken in All a right. way, cause you gotta think, like, we might know who Selection is, and as you can see, it was like a small amount of people down there dancing to the stuff, but then you could see who was like the old scene, who was not trying to let up on being this like upscale Negro crowd, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But they wanted to be a part of and know what we was dancing to or why we liked it so much. You could mm. just see it on their face because they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of like the effect that's gonna happen. That is happening to like Smee. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. a lot of people are like, damn man, this dude's dope as fuck. Like, why was why did not why did I miss this? But it's just like, nah, just jump right in, nigga. Like, enjoy it, too. embrace yeah. it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I ain't doing too much cussing. Nah. Okay. What? <laughs> what? It's too late now. <laughs> I guess you never heard of our other podcast of Plight Coolery. That that Ash. yeah. Oh uh, oh yeah, if uh y'all wanna vote for the Slum Fest thing for us. A yes. lot a lot of people been sending me stuff. It's like, oh I voted for you, I voted for you. Oh, oh I appreciate Thank it. You. I was Thank like, you. we appreciate that. I'll vote Tree Villa too. <laughs> or we'll do it two years in a row. Like <laughs> we'll, we'll get Plight Coolery this year, come yeah. back, double back, get it again for Tree Villa. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because that's, that's how this all this came about was for me to stop doing music. I was like, all right, I'm going to write. I'm going to focus on blogging. And then that blew up. And yep. then this came from the blogging. And then now I'm like, all right, you got Mo. He's just like, hey, nigga, it's time. <laughs> like, nigga, like, 
Yeah. But it's just yeah. like what Spade was saying. Like, I seen what was working for us, and I'm like, that's what we need to focus on. And let's, you know, backpack behind that. And uh, that's kind of why I, I, we started this, because I was like, like I said, I was just watching Stretch and Barbito, and I knew nice. who they were, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I didn't know they had their thumbprint on just like New York hip hop like yeah. that. So they, they broke a lot of big records. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, they broke Protect Your Neck. I'm yeah. like, I did not know that. So then I saw it, and I'm like, yo, we can have that here. And like we already got the space, and that's when I hit up Marty. I'm like, "Yo, Marty, gotta do this with us, like, yeah. like oh, immediately." And that's then, what I'm saying. Like, this dude knows so much fucking music is is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if y'all was to rally together and and get, I mean, y'all doing it. So you know, there it is. You know, I just look at it like, like yeah, it's gonna be some naysayers, but you know what I'm saying you can definitely get, you definitely gonna get some people that that just ain't saying nothing or just don't really even come out that is going to be willing to support probably you know what I'm saying so. oh yeah because I, I mean I've seen the people who tried to do mm-hmm. I guess this type of format mm-hmm. but they, they just wasn't consistent mm-hmm. and like literally they'd do like two three episodes and they're like alright it's over like we done yeah. with it where I was just like well like I, I'm real impatient with work meaning mm-hmm. like like let's 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 I'm all about just huddling up let's get it done mm-hmm. like let's just get let's it go. done let's let's go and then I don't, I have this habit of not even looking at, all right, this is done, what's next? Like, yeah. it's, like I'll finish, like, let's say mm-hmm. I'm working on, like, an album. I already got the second album in mind while I'm on the middle of this one. I'm like, all right, I got to finish this first, but yeah. I got this crazy idea I got to yeah. try. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's just how I operate, and that's how I always operated. And that's why, I, like, when I told, like, my pops about my, he's like, damn, two podcasts? I'm like, I'm like yeah, <laughs> it, like, it makes sense. Like, I, yeah. I'm seeing it. I, I know too many dope artists from here to not give them like another platform because that's what right. people always complaining about it's like alright supply and demand let's, let's, exactly. let's make it work mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying like stuff like that that's consistency as well you know what I'm saying like you know like you see you see some stuff that ain't being like uh, getting paid homage to or you see some stuff that need to be done and so you you going after it you doing it like a lot of people don't execute they mm-hmm. talk about it all day you know what I'm saying like I'm a I'm, I mean, that's that's a big habit of mine sometimes, like execution. I can think about it and write it down all day, but when one little thing just ain't right, I kind of hold back. Mm. And, you know, I, I've even been breaking myself from that, you know. So, like, yeah, I mean, y'all doing it. Did, did you, forward. like, uh, that's it. I always want to know about, like, your, like, creative process. Like, I, I can't speak for everybody else in here or how they, I, I'm pretty sure everybody, like, creates differently. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, for me, for example, I can't, like, I got to be doing something else for me to get an idea. I'm mm. a, I'm a huge, like, film nerd. So, oh, same. Bro. So I, I, Green I, film? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Best buzz. Well, you're flying Lotus. I can be fan. Like, there you go. Like, I'm with it. So if you want to give me any beats to rap over, I'm one. I will come out of retirement. Wow. <laughs> to do that Hold shit. on, we gotta make that happen. Right? <laughs> yeah, he got some beats already. Come on, we in the studio. <laughs> but no, like I, I'll yeah, get Mark, the, like, this. Right, right. you about to get in freestyle? Right. 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 If we all freestyle, I'm freestyle. Most jumping in queue. <laughs> we all going freestyle. <laughs> no, but like when I write something, I'm always watching a movie, and I'll be watching like something like. Like Casino or like City of God, and it has nothing to do with the movie. I'm like, oh my god! Like, and then I just stop, and yeah. then I I start walking around talking to myself, and like trying because I have a 
I have a problem with putting things on paper. Right. And it, it just like hanging there and hanging there. And then once I finally start like creating, that's when everything is just like just the damn it breaks, boom, it's just everywhere. And then it's I'm tight, just man. picking it apart. I always wonder like how did how do you especially with your last album, like I was just wondering like, damn, like what was man. the process to make that? Like do you listen to like people you inspire by and then get to creating or you just Like I, I always start from like like I definitely watch movies. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good. I love like French New Wave type films. Uh, mm. Like Jim Jarmusch. Um, like uh, Wes Anderson is one of my favorite right now. Mm. Of course, Spike is like my dilla of like certain things. I mean, people might not like his abstract. This as of now, but like I just dig it. Mm. I don't even care if the movie corny. I, I, if, <laughs> if I feel something on it, and then I, I reference like it's a lot of references like that that I get from film like just through like fashion and uh like ideas for like other videos and, and my music so i mean it's, it definitely starts from from watching certain stuff but like when it comes to like hopeless and romanticizing that came from just wanting it to sound like uh i feel like back in the day they would have like this kind of like delay on like their vocals and certain things because like they were really trying to like they didn't have the best sound, but they was pushing for the best sound. But mm. uh, it was kind of like trash, but it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to make music to sound like that. So mm. that's the reason why I was like, man, that mix, he played you on. But it wasn't, for me to tell him that that's how I wanted to sound, it blew like I was like some whack-ass cat trying to play like, that was I meant to do that or some shit. But I really uh, did, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he would never understand that. Like, And anybody that really know me know that, like, those are the sounds I'm going for. Like I'm into jazz. So mm. like like he wouldn't know, understand, like for him to say like after was his favorite track, I get it. But at the same time, like you cannot like like skim the whole thing and say that after was like I you can't do that, but then you can't possibly want to work with me if you don't know if you if you tell me that was the only track on there, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna feel some type of way off that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel like you, you fake if you say that was the only track that was your favorite track. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I used to play a saxophone. So, like, immediately. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. So, like, immediately they're like, yo, like, the horns. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> my last is just a straight, like, like loop. But but the great Seymour uh, Liberty Coltrane <laughs> right. is like the king of singing over abstract stuff and, like, any loop or anything. And if you can make that, it's, it's, I look at it like upcycling. Like, if you can make like something like this, this shit was a sheet. This is my dad's sheet. This is the last sheet on his bed before he died. But I made it into a kimono. Mm. So if you can make something look like it's supposed to be there, and you even if you look at like Japanese street world, just like 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 Japanese like art culture and stuff like that, they are so like dope at what they do, and the shit didn't already been done half the time, but. Mm. When they put they stank on it, they touch on it, they make it even better. So with my last, I had to make it sound like some old school like type stuff. Like even uh Bumpy Stain from uh uh Beautiful uh Beautiful Mon- Black Mon- uh Monarch, uh Fly Monarch, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I just wanted it to sound in that doo-wop way. I wanted to put you in that 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 realm, you know. Like my last that I can't promise that this won't be like I just felt like that stuff was how they was doing it, and I would just study certain stuff. Yeah, I, I like the tambourine on Fly Monarch too. Yeah, a lot of people... I took the beat out because I knew that, like, for one, 
after I did that track, I heard Sir's version. Uh, I was recording that track in the studio because I put it up. Like, I forced myself to put up stories just so I can go back and, like, finish it. Sometimes I do a live and don't save it, but it, mm-hmm. it, it forces me to finish up and execute it instead of just having, like, little bitty, like, um, like uh, work pieces of work saved and never go back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kind of forces me. If I do a beat live, it forces me to go ahead and finish it up mm. or at least, like, execute or whatever. Uh, it's weird, but it's just it's that way. I just like doing it that way. But, yeah, you know, like, I decided to take the just keep the tambourine on there and just not put the the break beat down, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, V Time was like, man, if you had the break beat on it, because he he normally when he play it, sometimes he be putting like a a bounce beat yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. on it, which is dope, and which is initially like the go to for me. But it's just like ah, I feel like it's been done before. Let me mm-hmm. just go ahead keep it minimal. And uh, sometimes you know what I'm saying like I'm. I can be a bit of a, a minimalist type dude, so. I mean, because tambourine hella underrated. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's. it's I use tambourine a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, every time I see you perform, you got it. Like, exactly. I was good. Some, like, hey, like, I was somewhere and they was like, who's this nigga with the tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, a man, you don't even know. I was, I was like, we move, man. Like, yeah. like, because it, cause it's a, it's an, in, it's an instrument of like praise, yeah. like mm-hmm. warfare and like, yeah. if you, if you like, I don't know if you, if you're in, spirituality or you read the Bible like you read the Bible about like the tambourine it's right, right. like yo they used it to go to war like yeah and, they... man, and then all that like man like it's so weird man how like like black people the maker of everything gotta like kinda explain even <laughs> themselves to other people cause you know there's a lot of people like man like more tambourine you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> Joking, but this is like if it was coming from a white person, you would have no problem with it because you would expect that from them, maybe. But like, mm-hmm. no, they get you know what I'm saying like all this shit come from us in a way. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. when you got something to do with music, like we are the influence. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So the at the same time, like I feel like you know what I'm saying I'm just going off what I like, you know. And I'm pretty sure Stevie had somebody playing a tambourine somewhere. <laughs> right, Prince too. Somebody. He threw a tambourine to somebody. And play. <laughs> I don't know if they caught it, but. <laughs> <laughs> He threw that one for the heart. You know what I'm <laughs> as far as like producing, like was was you self taught or? Yeah, I, I I pretty much like when I first started producing, uh, it was a dude named DJ Rob, uh, and I had a white homeboy named in Jennings uh, named uh, DJ Ninety Degrees, <laughs> and uh, we would make these tapes down in the basement. We would save up for like a. A, a, a mixer with a sample on it and we'll just like run loops but before that I was like my first beat was a like learning how to beatbox and doing like my radio LL Cool J mm-hmm. uh, it used to be like in the, <laughs> like do that beat be like it's just like my it was just like just stupid stuff like that and then I went into like just taking mixes and just looping other people's shit or like some Parliament Funkadelic mm. but probably like the first time I touched uh, is this dude named uh, his name was Richie Rich <laughs> not Richie Rich but Rich his name was Richard but he got an ASR for his birthday mm. or Christmas or something like that and that was like the very first time I used like a beat machine but at that time I was just kind of like making like uh, G-Funk type music cause that was what that was what was out and that was, mm. was the way yeah. I was still listening to like Backpack hip hop and stuff like that, but then probably like I'm touching the MP3 MPC 3000 was uh, JE 
uh, at his crib. Like that was the first time. No, not even at his crib. It was at uh, Saints Studios. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, that was like the first time I really like got on a, uh, on that. And then of course me like listening to James Yancey and and like being downtown. That was the first time I really like honed my craft and knew exactly the type of beats and music that I wanted to do. But like I always knew I wanted to kind of be with like that whole native tongue s vibe because I used to skip school over a friend house, and he had like Benita Applebaum on like a, a on VHS <laughs> uh, Planet, and I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" You know what I'm saying? I was like, "This is the sound I want because it sound like some shit that was in my pops crib." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to make that music that made me feel like I was in my pops crib. I was smoking weed, playing chess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you know, like, I'm just going through his albums, looking at album covers, and... That's how I envision your creative like, process is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yep. what you just said. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. <laughs> so, that's why I always dig, man. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, even if it's on YouTube, but, I mean, I like to literally go in the store and dig, like, to go to... Like, I was telling little, little homie Malcolm, I was like, man, like, the first thing you need to do, you know what I'm saying, like, um, is pretty much, like, you got the, you got the beat machine... Go get your full setup. Go get a receiver. Go get a turntable. And we just going to dig. We just go digging. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they don't let you listen to the albums, shit, it's like 2019. Look at the album and play it from your phone and see if this the shit you like. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If there's some heat mm-hmm. on there, then boom. You know what I'm saying? Grab that motherfucker mm-hmm. and go and go. I mean, it's so much. It's so many records out there and so much heat. You would think that it people would have been like kind of like, Found the same shit over and they have, but mm. it's still shit That's out there that yeah. that ain't, ha- ain't haven't been tapped. You know what I'm saying? That's what blows my mind. Yeah, it's so much music. And that's my that's like my creative my creative process is pretty much it ain't never changed. Mm. Like I ain't gonna change. So, like, is there a favorite like element of like art that you enjoy the most? Like, is music just the top? And then music is top too because it's like it's spiritual. Like that's mm. I mean that's one of my gods. Like that's that's that connect me with life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just like I just told you like that's just in my long term memory. It, it's definitely like a healing, a healing force of, of of nature, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, like what's to say? Who's to say what's bad? Like, if you can take, if sonically somebody can hear, like, Chief Keith as being something great, like, even me, I can see, I can see like kind of like the the urgency and like kind of like the the uh, vulnerability that he put in in like his first his first song like if you listen to it you, dudes was fucking hungry bro you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like right. and they was that's all they knew you know like they that's them like I can't be mad at that I have to you know maybe when I first heard I was like yo what is this dude saying but uh-huh. the same thing with 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 no limit, like I used to listen to Silk the Shock and it sound like he was having a seizure. You know what I'm <laughs> and uh, later I found somebody that I did rock with him, which was Fiend. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. and Mia X. But at the same time, like in those eras of of, of you got to really you got to really think like what music is. It it, it is is something spiritual. Period. So that was like the first. That's the first thing that I I look at in this art. But now as an older age, like I'm I'm trying to be able to tell a story out of all three things, out of all the arts that I like mm-hmm. to tell one story. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and it's a way to do it, it's always a way to do it. Right. 
it's already there. So, yeah. Like, the Red Bull Music Academy thing you did, like, (laughs) like, you already said you was in, I don't know if that was off air, the Spain story? Yeah, so like, like, um, Red Bull, it's a guy by the name of DJ Solo here. He, he, him and some, I want to say the dude who owned the gramophone and all of that, they was kind of like in the era of when the science was open in Blueberry Hill. Mm. And so as Soul Tide was coming up and they knew that like I was kind of like producing and doing music and stuff like that, he was like, man, you'll be great for this. And at the same time, like, it was a lot of, I was making way. My my first vinyl was pressed up, which was, uh, what was it? Two Step. Two Step, right? <laughs> Look, he know my own. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus here, where everything's under control. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's a rare vinyl. I, like, I got it in my house. So. Yeah, so that was like kind of really what put me on the map in a way because radio was still playing underground music and like local talent you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and um that was that was kind of like my upbringing that was like my first vinyl i ever put out so like solo was like yo man you should sign this application man it's two weeks and you learn from like different like dope like legends you know what i'm saying people like quincy jones and stuff like that doing talks like um now rogers and all these different people mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you It's free of charge for two weeks. So I signed up. I signed up the first time. It was like 90 questions, and uh, I didn't get it. But the second time I did it, uh, it was it was, it was was good to go. You know what I'm saying? And from that, you just see, like, all these people that you were in there with, they were just driven. They still, A lot of cats do stuff to this day. And I feel like if didn't nothing else blow, like, Flying Lotus up, I would definitely say that helped. I, mm-hmm. I could say that helped with Hudson Mohawk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hudson Mohawk was just playing like dope Dilla X beats from just a regular laptop and just pushing the button. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But had dope heat. And so through Red Bull, I was able to travel. I was able to get my passport and start going to these places. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it was it was amazing. That was that was that. Was and was Spain the craziest show? Spain was like it's this thing that Red Bull. Um, invite you to it's like a a big like festival type of kickback and to do that show was dope I want to say um, just to be in Red Bull in general was dope but like it's the 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 give back from Red Bull is when they <laughs> they be like hey we want you to come here because you're close to here uh, and we'll give you like $3,000 to do this you be like okay <laughs> everything's paid for like to go to to go to uh, Cologne, Germany, I was like the first one of the first cats when they like ideally when they thought like man, like because when I was in Red Bull, like Wolf and Torsten, the cats who run it, Torsten was basically like a magazine writer, editor. I mean, you know what I'm saying, like or whatever like that. But he wrote songs here and there, so he was writing songs, and he wrote a song that we wrote together. That's on one of the compilations. And then he, and I guess through that, they was just like, yo, man, like, I want y'all to be like the first to like, to introduce the Red Bull label. You know what I'm saying? And so we did this whole album. And mind you, like, we're, we're spending like three weeks in Cologne, Germany with like some of the greats, bro. Like the Mizell brothers, like the Mizell brothers is the shit. Like, I want to say like, 
anything Donald Byrd did, damn near, like, damn. they did it. And I'm cool with, like, Larry Mizell, uh, uh son, Larry Mizell, Mizell Jr. in like, that whole little Seattle movement. And it's crazy because when, when I went to Red Bull and we was just using, like, like all our names and shit, and uh, I was just saying, I was just saying Vito, and sure enough, it came time for me to say my name, and like you just heard the crowd was like, oh, and like all these little kids <laughs> from overseas was like, yo, somebody told me he's gonna be here, blah blah, man, here go my man, can you give me an autograph, this and that, like that. Damn. I was like, damn, I ain't seen this vinyl in forever, oh. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, like that was uh, that was like amazing, and then that was. That that was like the give back from Red Bull, like the little little stuff like that, and chilling with the Mizell brothers and hear them talk about how like like mainly Stevie was in the basement a lot of times when he went over Michael Jack the Michael Jackson house and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and how like I want to say uh, they did ABC or like Never Can Say Goodbye was originally supposed to be for somebody else or like Leon Ware like Leon Ware did like I want you but it was he got a he had a version that. Maybe Mini Ripperton was singing or something like that, but like like Man, all these greats, damn. you know what I'm saying? The, no, like, hey, how do you find well, that? Yeah, I need to find that uh, immediately. And Fuck. like all like all the homies, man, just to see like even like even like to see like Omas Keith, like like but now I mean so like pretty much up to now every album that Frank Ocean did, he is the executive producer. Or he did like every other track or had something to do with it. But then I think Franco was trying to sue him. But at the same time, like those dudes was like they gave me my first look in LA. You know what I'm saying? That was like my introduction to LA, Sarah. And uh yeah. It's just a lot of stuff, man. Like and even with coming with that, you know what I'm saying, you got like the bullshit, like uh the whole Charles Hamilton situation. Oh, I forgot about that. And, yeah, and that was that was like the first days of going down to South by, and you know, and it, 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 that's why like it was needed for like St. Louis like to to be there and have a voice because it was cats like that who try to play as like Bamas or someone like try to mm -hmm. like belittle the situation and think that he could lie about it. I liked his music, but at I, the I, same I, time. I remember hearing that song, and I used to jam that motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. that that whole because it's supposed to be like his demo or something. Not he was beat, saying uh, he told me that was his suicide song, so he was just feeling like he felt kind of jaded for me, like coming and like trying to like make a video and stuff like that. I was like, I made the video because shit. I went to him at the place. I went to go see him. I I, I literally was with the homie uh, Twilight Tone. Uh, you got uh, the homie um, from Jersey, and who else was there? Uh, I think my manager was there at the time, too. Um, and we just was there to go see him. We was all going to the same place, mm -hmm. and we just met up, and we just all hung together. And uh, so we was just like, yeah, this dude's supposed to be dope, but he be dissing everybody, this and that, blah, blah. And I was like, man, this dude, I got to go see what he bought. Because I was like, well, from what I heard, I thought it was dope. And the mm -hmm. fact that he was doing, like, stuff for he was doing like a mixtape like every two weeks or something yeah crazy, crazy. Yeah. you know what i'm saying and i'm pretty sure dude's still dope but it's just probably nobody fucking with him with the beat side but like that when he when he played it i was like i, I know this is my beat i know if i know for a fact that he got it off of um 
the uh, the MySpace. Yeah. MySpace was just the, like you can leave your shit unlocked just so people can. It was I knew Hopefully. I can, I know I can't like um, pay for a Frankie Beverly made sample. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like I I knew it, and so when I'm coming up to him, it's just like somebody doing like this. Oh man! And they just walk past you. Be like, damn man! <laughs> like so. It's, it's literally, I was like, yo, man, respect, man. Like, I appreciate it, man. Like, uh, that that one beat you had, that was me, man. I'm, I'm curious, did you get it off MySpace? And he was just like, oh, hold up. Um, and then he was like, you say, so you say that was your beat? You know, because he was talking to, like, he was impressed that you you got and Twilight Tone was there. Twilight Tone was common old DJ. He did Lamborghini Mercy. Mm-hmm. But, so all these cats was there, but we all was together. And you know, I feel like he 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 literally like just was. He almost seemed like he was pissed that I was coming to him like that, but I was coming to him out of love, like Dang. nothing else, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "Man, it's funny you say that because I made that beat. That's me singing on the. That's me singing on the hook, and I did that uh, with uh, my friend in L.A. Unless you know Stagger Lee, I would believe you, but I hundred percent did that beat or some shit like that. I was like. Nah, I was like, that's actually the sample at the beginning, and that's me singing on it, and I definitely didn't do it in L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that is 100% my beat. I'm not trying to say anything, but I was like, I'm I'm glad you're using it, but I don't know any of these people. He was like, oh, well, I got to go, man. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that's my beat. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wow. And so all these cats was like, man, you sure? Because, you know, everybody used that sample. And I was just like, nah, man. That's my beat. Like, I'm showing you that I'm going to play this shit out, you know. And, you know, like, um, I'm just, I want to say uh, Cine, uh, Centipede's lady, I don't mean, mean to be calling names out, <laughs> but Barb, she still my homie, but, like, she worked for Jive, and she knew, like, his girl. His girl is uh, this girl that used to be Mary J. Blige's stepdaughter. And so they was best of friends. The story gets wilder. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I got the number. She the one joked him in the face. Um, oh, I remember that. That's how I, that's how I got the number. And um, I hit him up. And I was like, yo, man, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, like, make sure that it, this wasn't a mistake. But I definitely appreciate, like, that you rapping over the beat and the stuff is dope. And you know what I'm saying? Hell, if we even want to work on some new stuff, but that is definitely my beat. I don't know if it's your fault or nothing like that. And he was like, man, like, you don't even know what sample it was when I asked you what sample it was. I was like, everybody know that's Frankie Beverly. And Ma- I mean, my age anyway. Like, And he he was just like, you ain't even know what board. I was like, I'm not telling you the boards or anything because right now I know you finna use this against me, but I'm just letting you know that's my beat. He's like, man, that's my suicide song and this and that. And he was like, I was like, regardless of what it is, I did it. I'm glad that that, I ain't saying I'm glad that's your suicide <laughs> song, but, and so, you know, went back and forth. And so, thanks to the force and made Mono X, that's really kind of like the, the one of the introductions of, of that, like, force thing as well. Because motherfuckers was playing us like, mm. like Bamas and we, we, we had something to say, so. We made that video and it just went viral, man. It was it was crazy and like you had people like Quest, like man, clearly this dude's on crack. crack. This, uh, this spade beat, just Blazers, like of course it's spade beat. And he tried to make this thing showing that it was his, but it was the two track of my shit. 
Like, <laughs> with the name, with my name yeah. on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, and he knew it. He didn't care, though, you know? And because any any publicity is good publicity for him, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So he didn't care. And, yeah, man, that was that was one of those things. And then, so, Lambo, who is Freddie Gibbs' manager to this day, mm-hmm. is good friends. With, I'm, 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 I'm cool with him. He was like, oh, yeah, man, Spade, that was your beat. I... Cause he used to work for Jive, and he was like, "Yeah, man, like I teamed him up with like dope beats or like around his type of stuff that he liked to do, and I just got it off of MySpace from people that, cause they had to get he had to go get the beats and stuff for him to do that stuff every two weeks or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. He told me he was like, "Yeah, that's your beat, clearly." Like I, he was like, "But." Yeah. You know, so there, that was that. You, you kind of high key ended his career, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> or he ended his career, he ended himself, but right. you were just like, all right, man, look. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him at a few parties with the purple earphones on and stuff like that. Um, I think I've seen him at a few parties after the whole like uh, fact of that. And I was like, what's up, man? He didn't even, he didn't even know who I was, but you know. Damn, man. Yep. That's crazy. Me neither. <laughs> like, because I probably would have handled that. What? Hey, man, this this motherfucker's biting. Like, <laughs> just to, like social media would have went all the way up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have, but at the same time, like, <laughs> I mean, you could. It was easier a stepping stone too. Yeah, I, I like it's somebody like it wouldn't have meant. I would have looked like the bad guy because you, man, if you were seeing the comments, like, one thing, like when, when. When white kids are like down for you, oh, they don't shit. care if you like shot your mama in the head. They're gonna be like, "Oh man, she only had you. So what? Who cares?" You know what I'm saying? Be like, "Damn, bro! Like, are you kidding me?" Yeah. Um, and so like that's what they was like. Oh, it may be in this beat, but he's whack, and he 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 ought to be glad to give you a beat like that. It was like, I'm just in my head. I'm thinking that's how I like the white. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> we we with you, but and so it was it was it was, it was wild, man. Just to. Do that, but then what ate the cake was like he was like Dilla was like from the grave, his executive producer, and oh, and, and Detroit got and House Shoes, yeah, got I him, that. yeah, they they went and it just it just destroyed him, you know. Oh, you're yeah. right, because because he was he was his argument was that he claimed he talked to his mother. Mm-hmm. They was like, nah, that didn't happen. Stone Cold line, and and then yeah, and then House was like, yeah, he can't come to Detroit, like yeah. he, he just can't, like. Damn. Yeah, he kind of ruined it for himself by trying to be like using the shock value and like trying to play like the bad guy and get publicity from it. Yeah. He was trying to pull a Kanye before he even like, and you know, no disrespect to Kanye. Mm-hmm. I, I love Kanye. Regardless of it's the gospel Kanye, I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> sorry, but yeah, like, um, yeah, he, he tried to pull that whole thing and it just didn't work for him. It backfired on him. Mm-hmm. Because before I even went to the show, people was always saying, like, oh, yeah, he dope, man, but he kind of like an asshole, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, let's see, you know? So, yeah. Like, you got, like I said at the beginning, like, I, I, I look at you as, like, this legend. Like, for me, you're the most influential singles artist ever. Like, for yeah. me, as, as like, as a, Thank you. over everybody. Like it is, cause I feel like, yeah, other people, there's other people that influence me. But I feel like with your music, like you like taught me stuff. I was like, like damn, I never, I never rapped over something like that or similar. I mm-hmm. want to see how I would sound or how I would at least attack it. 
right. and like actually experiment off of like stuff that I heard from you. And the, all I know we was joking about like, damn, we just seen Spade walking down the street. You know, he's a legend. <laughs> like, like how's he walking amongst us right now? Like, yeah. somebody seen me on a. Uh... <laughs> Who was that? What's I can't think of the dude's name. He saw me on the Metro and he's like, Oh man, Spade, what you doing on the Metro Link? <laughs> like, hey man, I'm chilling, man. Like, if you would have seen me in New York, I was on the subway or the bus, so <laughs> and, same and, thing. And, and that's yeah. it's like, I don't know if I'm being like too heavy with it, but it's like you like my version of like Coltrane. I didn't have like we didn't grow up in that era right. at all. Like none of us did. But but I'm sure you like our parents, grandparents yeah. played that stuff. Like that's what you are to me at least. Mm-hmm. I, wow, I can say that. Man, it's I just appreciate like, it, man. Like it's just like like especially like I said, I keep going that last album, man. Yeah. That did it for me. I'm like, <laughs> it's, I already it's, knew he was just a great MC, but it was just like yo, like yeah. hilarious, man. It's hard I to definitely... categorize you, like because we like I, we at that same time in South by Southwest that we went with uh-huh. the doorway van and all that shit. And you, you was singing, and I was just like, and this is when I just got on Instagram, and I took a picture, and it got so many likes, and I was mm-hmm. just like, like that, like this shit is magical. <laughs> I'm listening to hilarious. Though. Like, man, yeah, I mean, I don't do know, you know man, who like, you are, man? Like, <laughs> like, do you know? Who he just you loves are? the music, man. Like, do you know who you are, man? Like, damn. And, and like, I feel like, man, any type of like. It's so many people here like that, man, that get overlooked. It's in a lot of us, man. Like, it, I was, somebody seen me for the first time, they young, man. They ain't even like, they're not even y'all age, but they're just like, like, yo, man, like, do you know that you, like, are fucking good? Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know how old you are, but like, and even like the girl we had open up for us, when mine came as this young girl, uh, Helena Bishop. So fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little white girl, like, in high school. And uh, she had been listening to us, like, me, mine, and probably other people since she was in, like, grade school. Wow. And, like, even for her birthday, I DJ because on the strength, she was, when she first started DJing, she was playing, like, Iman shit, probably made Iman shit. So I put Iman on FaceTime with her. And uh, when she heard he was coming, she was like, man, please, can I... Uh, her dad was like, she wants to do this so. But I was like, oh yeah. When I heard her music and she did her own videos and she produced too, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, psh, I gotta put her on the bill. She's so dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that's somebody that like is like not tripping off of. You got so many people jaded by like thinking that's what this is a certain thing they're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. like I said once again, man, like to keep experimenting and keep doing what you want to do. You know, like. I mean, I don't. I don't never really fold for anybody. If I if I go out of my comfort zone, it's because like sonically, that's what it's been telling me to do. Go out of the comfort zone of doing this mm. type of beat or whatever. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm I, no wall. No walls will hold me because at this time, I'm I, I look at myself as being relevant. Like when I'm when I'm producing with Indiana Rome, you know what I'm saying? Like, is on some like soul trap type stuff but we get each other vibe and we know which way we going mm-hmm. now he ain't gonna throw the what the money at on mm-hmm. me nothing like that <laughs> I mean I probably can get with it but it's just not my vibe you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying it's just not you know what I'm saying and I respect that and he you know what I'm saying he respect my vibe so with this is the dope it was kind of a mixture of just just this like just in the sense of being out of space mm-hmm. with a joint or something I don't know but 
that's that's what the vibe we got from it. But we we definitely will be dropping the second. Uh, this is the dope. Some point uh, next year or whatever. Yeah, we're trying to hit this year, but you heard it. Yeah. All right. It, it's not even. I, I feel disrespectful calling it a tree title time. Like it's it's no like it's spade time. Right. It's, it's trophy. It's, yeah, we got the tree title. Like it's irrelevant to Black Spade. Uh, it's like I'm so, to it. yeah. It's like yo, I don't even want to disrespect them like this. But the tree title is on the line. <laughs> I just gotta say it for the people out there. Just gotta say it because it's coming. We're gonna have a special B set by the man, the myth, the legend himself. Yeah, Black Spade. Thank you, thank you for doing this. Thank you, Marty. He just yeah. set up the play. <laughs> Marty just knows everybody. Everybody know Marty. Right. So it was like, like Marty at it again. Yeah, this was uh, special to me. I were, me and my homeboys used to play Smash Bros in the basement playing your music. Wow, in hilarious! High, yeah, in high school, and like he's like, damn, this nigga's like from straight from St. Louis. And man, for this to be now, it's, it's I like, rock it's with awesome. that man. <laughs> to, to, my first time somebody younger than me, for real, like, told me that, like, they liked something. I was living downtown Long Beach, and these kids, like, young kids was like, oh, yeah, my dad play you. I know. I was like, dang. For when I feel old right there, but, like, <laughs> it's like, my dad play you. You got something with uh, Nicolay or something. Yeah, I seen you because I know, I know how you look. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. And, yeah he, and sure enough, yeah, it was, he was, yeah, his dad came through. It was like, yo. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So Enough said. Yeah. Let's <laughs> Enough get to said. It. We, he about to show you why. <laughs> he just name dropped Nicolay like on shit. <laughs> <I know. laughs> His name <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Nicolay. <over> that. 